Hey everyone, welcome to the PFF Betting Podcast. I am your host, Kendall Valenzuela. Joined with me as always, PFF data scientist Ben Brown. And today we are going through tonight's Monday night football matchup between the Miami Dolphins and New Orleans Saints. So let's get into it. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's a pair of seven and seven teams. They're kind of keeping their playoff hopes alive. But again, we're seeing a game where COVID has really impacted the Saints roster. So what are you seeing in this matchup uh, before they kick off? Yeah, definitely. So we have, you know, Ian Book obviously starting. That's the latest news from the New Orleans Saints side. Fourth, probably their fourth string quarterback, I would say, you know, when we started the season uh, until now. So it's tough to project out what is really going to happen in this game. Obviously, we've seen the total drop quite a bit. We've seen, um, you know, the line or spread basically move in the Dolphins' direction. They're now, you know, field goal differential. I do think that seems to be uh, just a little bit too low. I did get some, you know, minus two and a half for Miami did move up to three, but it's tough to really project out any sort of offensive success for the Saints. But in saying that, uh, you know, some of the, like their player props and those sorts of things are so suppressed and so low that it's really hard to kind of play, you know, a bunch of unders here in this match as well. So uh, not a great Monday night game, but uh, I guess it's football here. So we got to take advantage of it while we still can. So it's football. I know in the middle of March, we're going to be saying we wish we were watching the Saints depleted Dolphin roster Saints. And, right. and the Dolphins. So, well, we'll get into <laughs> to it then and we'll start with Tua Tungvaloa you like his over 230 and a half passing yards tonight and he really has he's been better right Ben I mean yep. he he's been having not maybe a breakout season but he he's really gotten better his 75.2 passing grade since week six is 10th among all QBs um, in PFF's grading system so what do you see with his 230 and a half that you like taking that over yeah, definitely. So he has gone over, I think, like five of his last seven games that he has played basically since week six has kind of been on a little bit of tear, right? I do think uh, that overall their offense is kind of starting to find its rhythm a little bit. Obviously, Jalen Waddell definitely looks like a playmaker in this offense. Everyone else is kind of back and healthy. He will have Devontae Parker back. He will have, you know, Mike Gisecki as well. So uh, I don't really buy into the Saints defense necessarily being uh, this outstanding unit. Of course, they have graded quite well here uh, in 20. 
2021 so far, but I do think this is a spot where uh, we could see the Dolphins be just a little bit more productive than what uh, the betting market is currently pricing. And we have seen his number move up basically from 230 to 231.5. So definitely you can shop around a little bit, but I do think he's going to probably go over here. I do think the Dolphins are going to be somewhat aggressive uh, trying to take some early shots. And I do think that they uh, are probably going to be a little bit successful doing that more so than, you know, trying to pound the rock with like Miles Gaskin and stuff like that. So I like Tua here tonight. Um, I do think he's going to go over his passing yard props. And I do think maybe we see, you know, a little bit more points being scored than the 37 point total indicates. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to project that out based on, uh, you know, what the Saints are maybe going to be putting forth on the football field here. So exactly right, because the the Saints secondary ranks eighth in coverage grade this season. But you don't know what is going to be out there tonight. And when you, I want, I kind of want to go back to the points too. Like, what are you taking? Are, I know you probably might not be touching the points, but what do you recommend when people are looking at the point spread? Yeah, I mean, I, I do still lean towards the Dolphins. You know, PFF Greenlight doesn't really have any value at minus three anymore. Okay. I still think uh, the Dolphins are the correct side, but I have kind of been uh, probably lower in general on the Saints all season and, you know, probably the last two seasons as well. So I do think they're probably a little bit overvalued by the betting market. I've kind of been opposite them, okay. and I'm not, not really going to change that here uh, tonight with Ian Book kind of starting for them at quarterback. I could see, you know, a situation where Alvin Kamara has, you know, a legendary type game where he scores a number of touchdowns mm-hmm. and those sorts of things and the Saints win pretty handily, but uh, I just don't see any other path to the Saints really being all that productive offensively. So definitely lean in the Dolphins' direction. 37 points is okay. just really low, so, you know, PFS modeling is obviously going to lean uh, in the other direction, just given some regression factors with the market uh, and, you know, what we typically see. I think this is is going to be like the lowest total game in a primetime game, probably even any game here in 2021. So it's just really tough to be on the under in that matchup. So I definitely lean over uh, as well, but I'm not not overly excited about taking that particular bet. <laughs> I was going to say that's so fun, getting, getting right. the lowest scoring primetime game. That's going to be great. That's going to be great. No, Sometimes. but let's move on then uh, to Mark Ingram. You like his under 28 and a half rushing yards. And in your article, um, that's on pff.com slash betting. You said there's three reasons to fade this, uh, to fade Ingram, and it's lack of production, a lack of volume, and t- a tough matchup versus the Dolphins. So I want to kind of get into that with you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's basically it, right? Obviously, Elvin, Elvin Kamara is going to be back. They did ride Mark Ingram heavily in his absence, but I just think it's a spot where he's not really going to be uh, all that involved. I do think the Dolphins' uh, run defense has been uh, relatively poor i want to say basically i I, sorry i take that back they have been uh relatively good recently i think it's been more so like their pass rush that hasn't necessarily been all that great we have their run defense unit as the sixth best uh graded unit in the nfl so far when we fold in some of our opponent adjusted grade metrics so if if the Dolphins uh, are going to, you know, or if the Saints are going to have success against the Dolphins, I do think that the Dolphins are going to force them to uh, be beaten with Ian Book at quarterback, kind of throwing to some of these ulterior receivers, guys like Marcus Callaway uh, and those sorts of things. So I don't think it's going to be because, you know, Alvin Kamara is basically rushing for 200 yards and, mm-hmm. you know, Mark Ingram's kind of picking up the stud. So I do think they're going to focus on stopping the run here quite a bit, given what they're facing off against uh, at the quarterback position. And we'll see if Ian Book is actually able to uh, maybe show some things here on Monday night, but I'm not not too inclined to see that happening. So I think it's going to be tough sledding uh, for the running backs. I do think they're going to see a number of stack boxes, and I just don't think, especially Mel- or Mark Ingram, uh, that he's going to be all that successful here on Monday night. 
I was going to ask then about Alvin Kamara, but you kind of just answered it. Are you looking, are you watching any of his props tonight or not really? Uh, I don't have any right now. I mean, yeah. I don't mind. Um, I haven't seen basically too much really come out for him, I guess. We we don't really have mm-hmm. any value on any of the props. I think 84.5 rushing and receiving yards, maybe that's a little bit uh, interesting. 24.5 receiving yards, I think that's got to be okay. uh, one of his lowest numbers of the 2021 season. That would maybe be a spot that I'm looking at, but yeah, I don't, I don't really love too much. I think he could easily be somewhat productive through the air uh, and still struggle to probably go over his 55.5 rushing yards prop. So we'll see. I do think it's, I don't think it's going to be um, as much of like a timeshare committee based approach than what the market's kind of projecting right now. I do think we're going to see uh, Kamara basically dominate the snap share. So we'll see how that kind of uh, okay. makes his, you know, player prop market kind of, you know adjust here heading into week 17 anything else you're looking at do you have any other props you're kind of watching maybe a parlay anything like that it's tough because we're trying to film this the the at the last minute that we can and we still don't have a lot out there because of all the covid news and stuff like that but is there anything else you want people to watch for yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're kind of a sicko and you want to grind out the over 37, I don't mind that. And then I do think, you know, if the over 37 is going to happen, I do think both quarterbacks are going to go over their passing yards props. We already talked about Tua, uh, like I said a little bit earlier. I do think that it is going to have to be Ian Book uh, kind of, you know, out there slinging the rock a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, getting into some of his receivers. If, if the Saints are going to be successful at all, we need the Saints to kind of be somewhat productive offensively to go over 37 points. So uh, I do think, you know, maybe folding all three of those maybe that's a decent way to have like a small small play on this game and not necessarily have to bet a bunch of individual player props and those sorts of things like that is probably uh, the approach that i'm mainly going to be taking i will have you know some other player props mixed in but i do think going over 37 ian book to go over 182.5 passing yards Tua to go over 231.5 passing yards uh it's it's a correlated option i do think uh it could hit based on where, you know, PFF's betting model uh, is sitting at and how we're projecting out this matchup. So uh, we'll see. It doesn't doesn't feel great to be betting it right now, but we'll see if it actually pays off here on Monday night or not. So We'll grind it out. We'll grind it out. We'll grind it out. We'll always grind it out. That's what we're here for, to grind it out on the PFF betting podcast. So. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We wish we had more to give you, um, but it's kind of a dirty game tonight. But we will be back. We'll talk full season and everything like that. Thank you for listening. As always, pff.com slash betting and good luck tonight, everyone.